Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Animated Misfits. It's your boy Tez. Um, <laughs> so today I just kind of wanted to talk about like social media, um, the goods and the bads of it, just because I've recently been thinking about it. Um, because I was like, y'all know, well, some of y'all know, I do art, I do illustration. You can follow me on Instagram at CartoonJ, just to let J2015. And I think it's the same on Twitter and TikTok, because I just made both of those, which is part of what I'm making this for. So, as we all know, social media these days um, is, is how we do all of our communication. You know, we don't really most of us don't really call each other up like that anymore we don't remember numbers and stuff like in the 90s ain't nobody using no pagers or nothing <laughs> like nothing like that meeting up at the skating rink or the mall and stuff you know classic stuff from the early 2000s and you know before basically anything before the social media era um and it's really become like a good and bad um I say become like it's just became like this it's been like this for a while but you know I feel like social media really the on the bad side of it makes people forget that they are just people and not better than others or things like that because y'all know sometimes on social media people be talking to each other they be talking to each other crazy People say stuff on social media that they would never say to nobody in real life. Um, you can literally go to any comment section on almost any social media site and see a good example a good example of this. Especially YouTube. You know, YouTube is notorious for that. You would just be on Amy on there saying anything. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all are wilding. So I, I typically try to mom mind my business when it comes to social media i go on there watch my youtube watch my little youtube videos you know scroll through instagram and stuff every now and then and that's about it but i do know for some people it is a lot more than that for some people um, i don't want to sound like i'm excluding myself from all of this completely because i do like most people wake up scroll through my social media probably a little bit longer than I should I'm not gonna lie but you know <laughs> scroll through my social media and see what's going on you know see if I have any notifications and stuff um for me I like to say most of the reason is because um uh, I do a lot of promotion of my art on social media um especially with my not safe for work art you know that's where I have my biggest following so I definitely, definitely always um, checking for that so that can grow over time as I draw more stuff and post more stuff. But, you know, I'm trying to get an even more, uh, get an even bigger following. So that's why I recently made a TikTok and yet another Twitter. Like, I have three freaking Twitters and three Instagrams. It's ridiculous. I'm trying to coordinate all this. Now I see why there are actually job hirings for social media coordinators and stuff. Like people, celebrities and, and businesses hire people just to manage their social media. 
and now I see why because I'm like this is a lot to manage this is a lot I really admire people that can just get on social media to bullshit and just scroll through pictures of Beyonce and stuff shout out to the queen but yeah it's really the bad side of it is really really bad like you can go on social media and like I said people be talking to each other any, any kind of way people on there that have mental illnesses are on there and then people that are available <coughs> are on there and those type of people don't mix they're horrible together so you can have someone on social media just saying just saying anything the most disrespectful crazy stuff giving out false information and all types of things and people that are gullible are going to believe it because some people that have certain mental illnesses um are very good at disguising it and let me stop some people they, they ain't really got no mental illness they just dumb they just fucking stupid and, and they just go on you know spreading their stupidity and ignorance with people and then people that are gullible and don't know any better and don't do any research fall for it i see it every single day someone can go online and say the most ridiculous thing and everyone's like oh my gosh i heard this this is so it, i see it on the internet so it must be true and i'm like some stuff just sounds stupid so i'm like let me just google this mess real quick then nothing pops up there are no articles about it there's no nothing about it and i'm like mm, okay i knew this was fake but i'm not I'm not about to go in no comment section like you know like guys don't listen to this it's fake news fake news because most people have that men that mob mentality kind of they ain't trying to listen to nobody they don't want to listen to reason when when the um the false news is more entertaining than the actual facts ain't nobody trying try to change their opinion and at that point it's it's a done deal so yeah it's kind of scary actually that people can do that and even scarier that people are gullible and kind of slow sometimes and just listen to them like for example there was this space i'm not sure if y'all know what spaces are on twitter but essentially it's almost like if you think of it like an interactive podcast basically where people go in there and they create a space and everyone that grabs gets in the space and talk to each other typically there's a host and he'll have like a co-host um maybe multiple co-hosts and then everybody else that comes in they can you know raise their virtual hand and they can jump in on the conversation. So the other day there was this conversation by this guy. I think his name is. I'm sorry if I fuck up his name. I don't care about this man at all. So if I do mess up his name, it's whatever. Tommy Sotomayor, Sotomayor, something like that. Anyway, he posted up this space. Eventually, you know, saying something along the lines of trans, trans women are just men in dresses or something like that you're not really women one of the most <laughs> clickbait titles i've ever seen in my life and it just goes to show how easily you can manipulate people because i see something like that and i'm like this is obviously clickbait this is stupid but then you go in there and there are hundreds i think at one point there were like thousands like maybe ten thousand people in there all just wanting to cuss this man out and talk you know whatever um and then you know obviously people that were on his side were in there and it was just a hot mess 
And at first, you know, I was kind of like, okay, at least with this, this guy, it seems like he's allowing other people in to give their opinion, the opposite opinion of him, of what he's saying, and he's listening to them and actually ha- you know, having actual dialogue. But then after a while, I kind of noticed, no, the people that had, like if someone, a trans woman came in there and she was giving her side of the story or her opinion of whatever, if she was saying something um, that geared more towards his side of things, he would get so happy, like, yeah, 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 see, but these other people, they just, they just don't understand. They all just dumb. They're just stupid. These ugly black bitches and these faggots in here. And I'm like, okay, now I see right through the BS. You don't really want to have a conversation. And one woman actually did come in there and she verbalized that that she asked like what is the point of this like what are we trying to gain from this are you trying to talk to people to have a better understanding of each other and move forward or are you just doing this to rant and rave and basically just hear yourself speak and then he got mad at her and and anybody he gets mad at he starts yelling and screaming and which is ridiculous I just for the life of me can't understand what someone sitting at home screaming into their phone at some random person they don't even know online just dumb it's like a 45 year old dude and that's not too old but you still getting over to that threshold to where your heart ain't what it used to be I'm young you're yelling and stuff you might end up having a heart attack or a stroke or something you calm down <laughs> but he was on there just acting a straight fool pretending like he cares about really having dialogue and what really just got me was you know, I I like to believe in real conversation and people really sitting down talking to each other, um, and not taking low blows. Um, if there is meant to be conversation, like if someone is just online being trash, they're being a hole, and they're making these random, you know, they're just being stupid, just being trolls online, and people want to troll them back, fine. But people were like, someone had took a, a picture of him um, that apparently was with a woman, and they photoshopped a man on it, a man's face onto the body, and spread it around, and people were just going with it, like, oh, I knew you were gay this whole time, you just want to sleep with trans women, you need to admit it. And even though I don't like this guy, like, he was very annoying. You know, I, I do like to be fair and stuff, and that picture was obviously photoshopped. Like, you don't have to be some graphic designer with some special eye to see that that was clearly photoshopped. But it was just spreading around, and I'm like, come on now, guys. If you want to go again, if you want to have something against him to get people to not like him, at least at least come with something harder than a fake photoshop. Like, come on now. I hate that people do that these days. It's like, well, I hate this person, so I want to... Um, defame them or whatever, and it's like, come on now, you gotta, you gotta come hard. At least find something real to go at him. I'm sorry, y'all, if I got like the sniffles or whatever. I don't know what's going on. I, it's just, it'd be this phlegm. It don't, it don't never go away with me. I don't know why. It's really frustrating. So I'm sorry about that. Anyway, so yeah, it was just this whole big thing, and I'm just looking at it like. Looking at it like wow 
it's so easy to manipulate people. That's really all you have to do is just say something that they don't like. And most people cannot fight past that and really see what you, what these people are doing to get to the root of it. They see something that they don't like and they go crazy. And that's exactly what they were doing. Everyone was just on there cussing him out and stuff. And it sounded like it was mostly younger people. And it's like, y'all, y'all giving this man so much power. This, this, it's just this guy. Like, he's not some political genius. Not a leader of a community or something like that. It's just some asshole that's been on, had his YouTube taken down a hundred thousand times. And keeps bringing it back. Because obviously he's an, he's an attention whore. Because... Um, had your stuff taken down that many times and you've been taking on social media over and over and over again and you keep coming back at that point i gotta give you the side eye because you're obviously giving attention horror vibes <laughs> so it was just really crazy to see um and then outside of that just other examples of people just using the internet to you know just be trash like if someone dies especially like a black person if you're ever on facebook or whatever people will be like oh well we need justice for this and then you'll see like these laugh emojis laugh reactions or whatever under their stuff there's all these racist people that don't want to actually say anything um they just want to leave a reaction like you can't check to see who did that <laughs> i was like oh, okay these are the people that think the unjust death of someone is good and they're laughing about people being sad over it or mad over it. And it's just, it's just crazy. And it kind of makes me think about the whole metaverse thing that um, Mark Zuckerberg wants. Because I know eventually at some point he wants to have like a virtual reality type situation. I know he was saying something about like being able to go to concerts with people, with your friends and not being in the same space. Um, I'm not sure if we have any fellow nerds on here. Um, <laughs> have seen like, uh, what was it? Attack on, not Attack on Titan. Um, Sword Art Online. So I'm thinking something similar to that where you can somehow plug into this metaverse and, I don't know, be in Japan all of a sudden or at the top of the Himalayas or whatever. And it all sounds cool, but at the same time, people are already so delusional and thinking that the internet is like its own place i feel like with that it just it would just make it much worse some people would really forget that they have like a whole physical body and only want to do the virtual thing kind of like it was also when um ready player one I understood it more in that because the real world was pretty trash in that game. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It was like some weird dystopia, but even so, yeah, I don't know. And it'd be bad on teenagers and stuff, people developing in childhood because they already see social media. Um, they start, they be starting young these days, man. These kids be out here nine years old on Instagram and stuff, and it's crazy. Like, what are y'all doing? Where are y'all parents? What's going on here? <laughs> what is I am confusion. I remember I got some DMs on Instagram one time. Um, 
and it like Instagram like divides your stuff from people that you actually do know and have talked to and from just randoms that send you stuff and you can go and check to see what these randoms sent you and somebody was on there it was a a, 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 um, a child sending nudes I was like what is this block what are you doing where is your mom where is your dad grandma granddad your uncle or something just wow oh my goodness so I really do hope that some at least some parents are monitoring their children's social media a little bit every device that you have whether it be a computer a tablet phone even a video game device has like parental controls and stuff use that do something you know help the kids out a little bit because you really don't see like I don't want to sound like the typical old person oh, back in my day we used to but I mean you really don't be seeing kids out you know running around in yards and stuff like that no more whenever I see it I'm like I'm always shocked. Like, are these kids outside playing around? I saw some kids last week hitting balloons in the air. You know, when you play the little game where, like, you just gotta hit the balloon before it falls on the ground. And I saw some kids outside doing that, and I was shocked. Like, oh my gosh, wow, they still do that. That's a classic. So, yeah, it's. The negatives of social media are just a mess to me it's just how people feel like they can do and say anything and how you have all these deranged mentally ill people on there just mixing and communicating with others and then some people like I said are just so you know gullible that they believe anything and they believe these people are really out there for them and don't even get me started on the scammers child scanners the scanners be running the muck especially now Whew. they be on there asking if you need cartoon covers and stuff I feel like y'all shouldn't trust those people coming from an artist myself if you want like a cartoon done of yourself find a real artist go search for a real artist because these people they be so fake when they're talking about oh well you only make a cartoon of you It'd be funny when they send them to me because I'm like, bruh, if I want a cartoon version of me, I will draw a cartoon version of me. I don't need your your element elementary school stuff. It's just it'd be disrespectful to me. And I'm not saying that like, oh, you're a bad illustrator, but if you know artistic stuff, you know that they can cheat and do these types of things. Um so whatever price you're paying for them is probably not worth it from the way that it looks like they be doing it. But this is not an art talk. I don't have time to explain Adobe Illustrator to y'all. <laughs> or even Photoshop. Because that's, that's a whole class worth of information. But um, yeah. So that's the bad. But then the good side. Then I'm trying to... Um, well, deep down more because I'm just so impartial to stuff. I'm just so in between stuff sometimes. Social media for me is just entertainment. I don't be on there trolling and stuff and talking crazy to people. That's just not my vibe. I feel like, well, if I'm not gonna do it in real life, why am I doing it? On, why would I do it on social media? If I'm not gonna walk up to someone in real life and talk to them any type of way, I shouldn't be doing it on social media. It just don't make no sense. Um, if everybody thought like that, social media would be a much better place. But alas, not everybody can be 
as amazing as myself. <laughs> but now, the good side of social media is really just when you can get good information. Um, like the space I talked about with the whole trans thing, that was an example of the bad side. A better side of it would be um, going back to the metaverse and things. When they were learning, um, someone posted up this thing about how much they're paying some of these programmers from the metaverse. One job was paying up to um, 750000 So people were like, oh, I want to learn how to do Web 3.0. And it was just, it was running them up. So somebody started a space for it, and there were so many people in there trying to learn and get educated and figure out what they need to do because people are struggling. They just want a little bit of coin, a little bit of shmoney, a little bit of something, something in their pockets because they are hurting. So it was cool to see people in there giving really good help, really good helpful information so people can understand um, the tech industry and things that they can learn to make more money and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Um, obviously, uh, if you've been on YouTube for the last decade or more, you know YouTube um, has always been a way for people to get a come up. I feel like it's harder now because it's more social, because it's social, because it's more saturated than what it used to be. And I feel like you could be on there and really be yourself more back in the day and just do like the most clowny, ridiculous stuff. Nowadays, you know, you gotta be perfect on YouTube. You gotta have the perfect camera. You gotta have the perfect editing. Don't let your lighting be messed up. <laughs> you know, you really have you gotta, you gotta come hard on YouTube these days because there's so much genuine competition and try to make yourself stand out. Um, but if you can become social, if you can become successful on social media, you got it in the bag already. Because at that point, whatever else you wanna do. Um, you should hopefully be able to find success in it. Um, depending on your audience, I would say, because like I said, I do not say for work art, and I have a pretty decent following with that. But because it is not safe for work art, I can't really promote other stuff because people in that community, they only want to see that type of stuff. They're not really trying to see nothing else. But if you have a nice, clean audience <laughs> and a big one, you know, hopefully you will have genuine supporters that will want to buy your things, your t-shirts, or whatever it is that you make on the side, your jewelry, your hair products. Um, although I would say try to find something a little bit more unique than just hair products and makeup and stuff because so many people have their own makeup line and hairline, it's, it doesn't make any sense anymore. Um, but yeah, it's just so much possibility you can do when you have a bigger following can become an influencer even if you're a small influ influencer that's still better than nothing at least you get some free stuff and nothing else um so you have that uh and like i said the promotion and stuff like that you have the ability to spread a word of um positivity to people because if you're an influencer you as the name says as the name says you are in, you can influence people to do good or bad and you know, hopefully you choose to have people do better in life give them some good advice you know, help them realize that we all going through the same stuff that's another thing i do like about social media sometimes you feel like you're just alone um, like oh my life is i'm going through a tough time in my life right now i don't understand why if i'm going up or down front or back the 
because my life is just like a kaleidoscope. It's just all over the place. Um, and so it's always nice to be able to go in there and see other people like, oh, you know, I'm going through the same thing right now. And everybody can kind of get together and help each other out. That's some another thing I see a lot on Twitter um, as far as the good side goes. People on there just supporting each other and reminding each other that, um, you know, you're not alone in this. I'm going through some things too. And we may be going through the same thing. Maybe we can connect and, you know, help each other out in some type of way. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, that is a big thing. But back to the promotion side. Um, I'm personally, like I said, I just made a new Twitter for my illustrations because I was told that, illustra- that Twitter is a good place for art and stuff. And I follow a lot of animators and stuff on there. And they're all amazing, amazing artists. It's just very inspiring. Um, I also made a, another TikTok because the first one I made was just for just silly stuff because Sometimes I just like to be silly because, you know, life, it, it be doing too much. But I did make another one for art and stuff because it's a lot easier to get people to get views on TikTok than anything else. Maybe because there's just so many people on there. Um, so I decided to give it a try. I was apprehensive at first because I don't feel like I'm all that creative when it comes to videos. I don't have the patience to edit because I have to draw most of the time. That's kind of my thing. So when it comes to editing, I'm like, oh, I just don't, I don't feel like learning how to edit. Like, oh my gosh. But <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to make it easy for myself to make something that's both entertaining and doesn't distract from me drawing. Because like, I have to draw so much to keep pumping out work and stuff. Um, and to get better, it's like, oh, if I stop and do that, then I don't know. Even honestly, even making this podcast episode right now, um, you know, I was in the middle of drawing something at the moment, but you know, this popped into my head, so I was like, I want to talk about it. I can spare some time. So, promotion is definitely a big thing. If you think you there's something about you that people will like, you have a really good personality. Um, sometimes, if you just look nice, if you're into that whole vanity thing. Some people just like to be told that they look good and stuff, and that's a good way to get followings if that's your thing. Uh, I know some people, doesn't doesn't matter how good looking they are, they don't like people just looking at them like meat or whatever, so they prefer not to be posting all of the pictures and stuff. And that's perfectly fine. Um, not everybody's trying to be the next you know, big booty queen on, on, on Instagram, selling flat tummy tea and stuff like that. It's definitely a great place to get yourself out there, um, especially during um, 2020, and even now because we're still in a, in a pandemic. But um, it's hard to tell if people be out. Like it's almost like it's 2019 these days. But yeah, it's just a good way to put yourself out there. And I would suggest using it for that stamp from that perspective. Um, even though when you try to do good, you will still encounter the bad. Especially if you become really, really big. People will, you know, the crazies will come out and do their thing. And, you know, that part sucks. But if you can handle that, you'll be fine. Um, 
that's not something I've ever really had to deal with, even on my Twitter that does have a bigger following, I don't really encounter um, negativity or anything, probably because I don't tweet on that account, because I know when you have a bigger following, you have to be super careful about what you say, so that's why I have another accounts. so I have the bigger one, which I just post illustrations and keep it pushing, and then I have like my other account, which only has like 100 followers on it. Um, which is where I can be free. <laughs> just talk about what I want to talk about, say what I want to say. So I'm like, yes, I completely understand my celebrities have burner accounts and stuff where they can just say whatever because my goodness, people people love to twist people's words these days. They say anything and people will take it and misconstrue it and turn it into no, you said this. And it's like when and and where and did I when I said I like the color blue how did you interpret that as I hate all other colors other colors are stupid and if you like other colors you're trash or people will be on there but what about yellow or what about red or what about orange you know people just want to find stuff to argue about online it's <laughs> oh my gosh it's just so stupid but you know that's part of the part of the the, the, the territory of the internet um that's one good thing about podcasts. Honestly, I ain't got to worry about that shit. <laughs> I ain't got to worry about all that extra stuff. I can just say what I want to say, release them to the world, and keep it pushing. Um, but yeah, there are also other good things about the internet and social media. Like I said, just finding good information, meeting really cool people, um, promotion, just finding new things. Um, one thing I like the most is being, being on there and seeing all these new restaurants that I've never heard of. You know, stuff pops up in Atlanta all the time. Uh, and just, I don't know, seeing people just live their best life, that makes me happy. Um, it gets me excited for my own personal future whenever I see someone out doing something that I really want to do. I'm not the jealous type, so I'm not like, oh my gosh, look at them, they think they're so cool because they're doing this. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I want to do that. I can't wait for me to be able to do that. I just got to keep working harder and harder, and eventually I'll be there. That's just me personally. I know a lot of people are haters, but that's just not me. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a mess, but you really have to navigate it a certain way. Sometimes you have to have a strong skin and and strong mental defense. I think is the most important thing so that you can navigate throughout the the lies and stuff on here and people just trying to get a reaction out of folks. Cause that annoys me the most out of anything. People just want to get a reaction out of people. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm talking in circles now, so I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to keep going forever because I know I can definitely do that. But I just wanted to come here and talk about the good, a little bit of the good and bad of social media. I might talk about this again at some point in time with other people on the panel. Maybe. I have to see. Because I don't think anybody I personally know is really that big on social media. I think I'll probably... I'm probably the most hip on social media out of like most of my friends because they either just aren't aren't on social media that much or they just they're just on social media for laughs like they scroll through TikTok for forever 
Um, oh, that's another thing I did want to hit on, actually. As far as like the bad of it, people that people that spend too much time on social media, like some people can literally spend hours and hours and hours scrolling through Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and YouTube and stuff, and the next thing you know, the day is all gone. And it's like, dang, I spent my whole day scrolling through TikTok, and that's bad. I've definitely been there before, definitely, especially when I used to be on dating apps, so. I'll be on the scrolling and scrolling. Oh my gosh. Hours will pass by. I'm so glad I don't do that no more. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so, if I can think of someone to bring on to talk about this that actually it does engage in social media quite a bit, then I will. If not, then maybe I'll think of something else at some other time and maybe have a part two. But for right now, I'm just going to end it here. Um, Oh, happy 1st of December, guys. It's the last month of the year. Um, maybe get yourself some for Christmas. Try to get other people's stuff for Christmas. Um, and yeah, you know. Thanks for listening and have a good day. See ya. Yo, what is up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Animated Misfits. Um... <laughs> I get it. I understand. I know y'all sick of me. Like, bruh, why you even be coming back? Because you don't be consistent. We don't get weekly episodes. We don't even get bi-weekly episodes. You just be coming and going as you please like a deadbeat dad. I get it. I understand. (laughs) Look, guys, it'd be a lot going on. It's a lot. All the time. But, and I know I say that all the time, so y'all probably like, you full of shit. But I said what I said, and that's what I meant. But, um, yeah... I hope you guys are doing well. Y'all know y'all are my besties because I come on here and I just want to talk about stuff that I know don't, ain't nobody else really trying to talk about or I can't really talk to them at the moment. So I'm like, let me go talk to the homies. But yeah, today I just want to talk about like, I don't know, the work force, I guess, and just how much of a struggle it is to get anywhere because your boy's been trying to... um step up in the world because just a little backstory I started off in retail and I did retail well for like a few months I did work at Amazon at one of their warehouses for like six months and that was an experience it wasn't as bad as I think some people's experiences are like if you work in the fulfillment center I feel like I hear the fulfillment center is just crazy but working in sortation wasn't that bad. We they didn't have a slaving for ten hours. I know that much. Um, but yeah, so then went back to retail, and the last like normal regular job I worked at was Panera, which I'm not gonna hold y'all. I wish I, um, I wish I had still worked at Panera in the beginning of 2020, and that they would have let me go when the Corona hit, so I could have got them. <laughs> got them checks boy because y'all was out here eating the ones that the ones that y'all that got them good six hundred dollars a week like y'all was out here eating and i was out here broke because <laughs> um after panera i was doing um 
or while I was doing Panera, you know, that's when I was starting to hear rumblings of like, you know, DoorDash. Not, it had all been out there way before, you know, I started, but people was talking about DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff, and I was watching videos on YouTube, and they're like, oh yeah, I make, I don't know, like $700 a week doing DoorDash, and I was like, wow, that's way more than I make here at Panera as a driver. Um, so I basically was planning on getting a buy there, so I was only at Panera for like three months. It wasn't that bad though. Um, the managers, for the most part, was pretty chill. There's always that one you're not gonna like. I definitely had one of them. But everybody was pretty chill. I actually liked a lot of the people I delivered to. They were really nice. I don't know if everybody that orders from Panera is really nice, but they were so nice. And I almost kind of missed it going. I almost kind of missed doing it because I got to go into like all these corporate places and walk by like the the desk. What do you call it? Like the front desk people and go up the elevators and be like, "Oh, can you tell me where this num where this room is?" And they're like, "Oh yes, down the room to the down the you know down the hallway to the right or whatever." So I do miss that. I miss going to like fancy buildings because it just made me like. I don't know, it made me feel special. Um, didn't really get to do much of that with DoorDash, I don't think. It's been a minute since I did DoorDash because that was the first one I did. But uh, I'm pretty sure I did because DoorDash, when I first started it, it was pretty good. Um, I feel like I made decent enough money. <coughs> oh, shoot. Sorry, y'all. If I cough every now and then. I also caught the Rona like a month ago, and I still have this residual cough, unfortunately. But I'm doing the episode anyway, because I don't know when this cough going to go away fully. But, uh, yeah. Um, what was that? So, yeah, so I'm pretty sure I did deliver to, like, little places. But it was mostly, like, houses, apartments, and things like that. And, yeah, everything was well. Everything was going great. And then the money started going down because more people, it was like word of mouth, more people started doing it. And when I first started doing DoorDash, they were giving out these crazy, like, um, <sighs> deals. Like, if you refer someone, then you, uh, you would get like $700 or something like that. So the referral thing was pretty great. I had nobody to refer. Because if they do, if they did do it, then they would have to drive. I think they have to make like at least, I don't know, 100 deliveries in a month or something like that. Which really isn't that much at that time. Now we'll be like, <laughs> there's no way. But it wasn't that bad then. Um, so yeah, and I was just doing that. A little bit of, um, I was just trying everything. So I tried a little bit of, um, well not everything, but I tried uh, Postmates. I did not try Uber Eats because I heard Uber Eats was trash. So I didn't even waste my time. And then, you know, both of those started getting real bad. The orders started getting horrible. Because it was like this whole this whole thing going on, controversy. Because I guess DoorDash was, um, was taking people's tips. That's what they were doing. Because I had a lot of people tell me all the time. They were like, oh my gosh. They were like, uh, I gave you a really good tip on the app. Um, and then I would go look at the app and it would be like a really small tip. I'm like, I thought they said they gave me a good tip or like a $10 tip or, you know, something. Cause some people would be really hype about it. Yeah. I gave you a real good tip. Then I go and look, I'm like, Hmm, this is interesting. So there was this whole thing. And then I think it was like a lawsuit or something. Anyway, 
DoorDash basically changed their whole policy to where um, they were basically like, well, we're going to give you the full tip, but we're not going to pay you as much out of pocket or whatever, you know, from them. Because the way it worked before is that you would get paid, you know, DoorDash would pay you themselves and then you would get tips, you know, just like a waiter or anything else. So then when they changed it up, DoorDash, um, they would only give you a little bit of money and you was basically super dependent on tips. And when I say a little bit of money, y'all, I mean a little bit of money. Like that's when they started bumping out the $2 orders. And I would come, I would come across like other DoorDash people and they're like, oh my gosh, have you seen what they're doing now? Talking about some $2 orders. I'm not going nowhere for no $2 orders. That, that, that can't pay for no gas or nothing. And I'm like, bro, I feel you. Denied, denied, denied. So if you was ordering DoorDash around that time, or if they're still doing it and your food gets you cold, I don't know what to tell you. Blame DoorDash because the way they treat their people is not great as far as the pay. Like I said, unless they changed since I was doing it, it was not great. Because what you're going to do is a $2 order or a $4 order, and you don't even know when your next order going to be coming in. And then you out there, like, who wants to make $2 an hour? Like, that's dumb. And you, um, you just never know when the customers are going to tip or not. Like, I think the last time I did it was a real desperate day. I ain't going to hold you. Um, so I was like, let me try doing this DoorDash stuff because Grubhub is, was tripping. But I'll get to that later. And I went out. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm about to pray about this one. <laughs> it was like a $2, $3 order. But th- their house wasn't too far away from the restaurant. So I was like, well, I'm already doing this other order. I'm going to go ahead and deliver to them. And when I got there, I did get like the message afterwards that they did tips. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, there are good people in the world, I guess. Sorry, y'all. Like I said, I got this cough. So I got to continue to drink. Because when I breathe in, my throat gets real dry. And if I get dehydrated, I'm going to start coughing like real bad. Like my cough isn't that bad too much anymore. But I still like, if my throat gets dry, it's... Y'all gonna hear it, so I have to suppress it while I talk. But yeah, so I was like, I can't do this DoorDash stuff no more. This is whack. I applied for Grubhub a few months before I even started DoorDash because I was like, a word, you know, words the grapevine was Grubhub paid the most out of everybody, but it was like an exclusive thing to get in because with DoorDash, they'll hire anybody. They'll hire a crackhead down the street. They'll hire a dog. They'll hire a delivery pigeon. They don't care. <coughs> as long as you apply. And you send them like yo, like some anybody you anybody your insurance information, some insurance information, and a, um, uh, license or whatever. And that probably ain't even got to be yours either. You could just send in somebody else's, and then somebody else could drive. Like I'm pretty sure people do that all the time. But yeah, with Grubhub, you know they didn't want it to be too many drivers, and that's I guess how they were able to have people there make the most money so when I first started um, um, when they first accepted me I was already riding around so I was like I'm just gonna try this out real quick first order I got <coughs> was already $15 let me tell y'all something <laughs> for those that don't know $15 for an order was like amazing to me because I rarely ever got orders like that ever <laughs> with um DoorDash. The only time I got orders decent with DoorDash was if I was delivering to like a corporate place or something. 
like there was this one guy I used to deliver to and I would assume he would order for his whole team because he would order like 20 sandwiches from um I forgot the name of the sandwich place but yeah he would order like 20 different sandwiches and I would go deliver them to him and stuff and he would give like really good tips like 50 60 dollars and stuff he was mad cool I fucks with him wherever you are guy you're a great person keep tipping your drivers they love you we love you um but stuff like that is far and few between or few and far between i always figure how that goes but um yeah so can't depend on those but so first order i got was 15 bucks i was like yo 15 dollars that's what i'm talking about so then i waited for my first officially i guess whenever i decided to have my first day because that's why i wanted to do this type of thing because i i draw as some of y'all know so you know trying to get into like the, the illustration you know the artist industry or whatever you know sell my artwork or just however i can get in honestly just trying to make some money doing something i like to do because that is the american dream um but yeah that's not how that works at normal jobs they don't care about you they don't care about your dreams nothing like that the final straw for me honestly was when i worked at staples and they was talking about i had an attitude at that time i don't think i had well maybe i did have attitude <laughs> i don't know but um yeah i got pulled into the office and i was like yeah you know my dad is kind of going through this whole cancer thing right now which he was i didn't lie um and you know i'm constantly trying to like work and like trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this next art move and I just remember them telling me it was the manager and one of my supervisors was just like well Montez when you come through those doors all those dreams and all that other stuff needs to stay at the door and you come in here just leave that outside and then when they told me that I was just in my head I was like okay bet and that's when I just realized these people do not care about you they don't care about nothing you got going on and they have the nerve to try to invite me to some freaking work parties and stuff y'all don't care about nothing i got going on y'all don't care about me if i'm not in here slaving coming in when y'all want me to come in doing whatever while y'all be in the back kikiing and giggling and shit y'all don't y'all don't care about me so that's how i wanted to get away from that so and that's also why i went to panera because i was like you know that was at least a, a start like okay if i can get a driving job that means i don't have to be in the building all the time because i don't want to be around the supervisors and the assistant managers and the managers because I feel like they're all full of shit. I really do. At most jobs I've had, that's they just they're useless most of the time. Um, outside of being on register and typing in some little numbers and stuff, a lot of times they just be in the back kicking and stuff. Like I said, having a good time. But if you ever try to talk to one of your coworkers or you stand, you literally stand for two minutes or something. It's like, oh, what are you doing? You need to get back to work. Don't be in here lollygagging. Y'all, I know y'all. Ain't, I know I ain't hear y'all in the back laughing and talking. Y'all need to get back to work. And it's like, dang, we can't do both at the same time. I can't talk to my coworker and put stuff on the shelf. Like, <laughs> it's not exactly a hard job. I'm not doing math here. I can talk and do a simple task at the same time. But they wouldn't. They they know we trying to hear that. So I was like, if I can just get out of here. So that's why I went to Panera. So. Yeah, that was that's the start of that. Cause it was sure enough was great when I ain't had to be in that building, man. As soon as they was like, we got an order, I was like, yes, hop in that car. My old truck at the time. 
and be gone. Sometimes I would try to make those orders last as long as I could, just so I didn't have to come back. But I mean, I wanted to come back to get more orders because you know you want to make money, you need those tips. But I just didn't want to be in there. But during those like slow times, because then they make you actually like clean it stuff, and I'm like, this is horrible. But anyway, yeah, back to grow up. So my first day out um, was great. It was like $25 orders back to back. I made like $140. It was something. It was a lot of money I made on my first day. And I only worked four hours, y'all. I wasn't out there all day slaving. I didn't have nobody yelling at me, telling me, Montez, work harder. Montez, why are you doing this? I was in my car vibing, listening to music. And just made some really good money on my very first day. I was like, wow, this is great. This is way more money than I could ever have imagined than making on Postmates or Grubhub. I mean, or DoorDash. So it was litty. And it stayed pretty good for quite a while. Like, legit. Going out on weekends. Like, on the daily. Like, I, I really worked four hours just because I just couldn't <coughs> stand being in the car for more than, like, five hours driving around and stuff even though it's easy it's just like ugh, your butt gets kind of tired after a while that's why I don't, I don't understand how people do these truck driving jobs and stuff where they be driving around for like 12 hours it's just mind-boggling to me but yeah either which way I'll be out there making like $100 a day on a really good day you can make close to $200 and like I said I'm just out here for 4 or 5 hours I'm not even out here like 8 hours if I was out there 8 hours I'm pretty sure I could have did the whole oh I make $700 a week doing grow up or whatever even though even on the slow day back then it was like you making a minimum of 60 bucks for being out there for 4 hours so hey I liked it but as all things go the same thing that happened with DoorDash happened with Grubhub eventually where super saturated and because I used to be able to actually get shifts it was easy to get shifts um, they do have this like braiding program um, as long as you don't like skip too many orders and complete your deliveries on time you know just whatever so you have a good rating then you get like priority I forgot it has like they're different like tiers to it I think it's like a I don't know I can't remember the name of the tiers but the very first the very top one you can get is where you get to have first choice on schedule so you get to choose your schedule I think on like Thursdays or something like that um and I'm pretty sure there are other things but that's the one I remember the most is you get to choose your schedule first so everything was pretty cool then I was always having me a schedule you don't have to have a schedule with any of these jobs you can just go out if whenever if you want if that's how you choose to because a lot of people they, they just do it as like a little gig because they are called gig jobs so people will do whatever they do for a living and you know just to make more money to feed their families or just I don't know they just want more money they would do these types of things after work or on the weekends or just whenever so uh, ooh, I lost my train of thought uh, <laughs> dang it, I hate when this happens. Dang it, what was I talking about? Money? I was talking about money, wasn't I? Anyway, 
Yeah, the uh oh yeah, the scheduler stuff. So like you just schedule first. And that was great. Um so I was making like some pretty good money, so, like I said, doing this. Everything paid on time. Never wanted for nothing. It was never like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pay for this. I was good. Just go out there. If I if I just need a couple more bucks, like, oh wow, I wanna do this on the weekend or I don't need to I wanna go hang out with friends and do this. Just like well, I'll just go out and do a day or two of Grub Hub and I'll be fine. <coughs> so that was great. Um and yeah, then the decline happened. You know, more people started getting in and I don't know if they cut away the whole thing where it takes forever for you to like start after you sign up. But eventually, yeah, it just got crazy, super saturated. And, yeah. Oh, also, just a rant, a little tangent real quick. I also did sign up for this company called Carvertize. If y'all ever want to do that, they basically put a wrap around your car. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, did they paint that on your car? No, they just, I would never sign up for a company that wants to repaint my car with somebody's face on it. That's ridiculous. They do a wrap on your car so it can come off. Um, this is a cute little thing. You get like a hundred bucks um, a month, or it just it depends on what you're doing. So I think it's like between a hundred and three hundred dollars a month. It's depending on whoever the person is hosting the, the whatever. Um, then they have these little things where you can go um, um, these little events or whatever. Like just the other day, there was a game in Atlanta on Sunday, so they wanted this to ride around the State Forum Stadium. Um, and they usually have us do it for an hour and then you'd be like a quick 125, but they didn't even have us out there for that long. It was only like 30 minutes and I was like, okay, y'all can go. So I paid $125 in 30 minutes. I was like, can I, can my life just be like this all the time? Can I just, I just wake up and just make $125 every 30 minutes, like for five hours a day or something like that. You know, I'll, I'll be reasonable. <laughs> that would be freaking amazing. One of these days, gotta manifest it. Um, but yeah, so I do do that because like to help out because one girl I was getting kind of shitty. So yeah, it's this last two months. The beginning of the year is usually kind of tragic. Even when I worked at Panera, they had to like beg us not to quit because they were like, "Okay, guys, I understand it's really slow right now. Um, if things will pick up, we promise it's gonna get better." And all this woo ha. So we was just like, I mean, I was like, well, I'm here now. So I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> but it's been real bad with Grub Hub, y'all. Like, horrible. Like, you could be out there, you know, for hours and make like $10. It's just really bad. And the thing about it is, when you are actually on schedule, when you have a schedule made, they have this whole guarantee of $10 an hour. So let's say you sit there for a whole hour and you don't get a single order. You're guaranteed $10. Um, like I said, as long as you don't get an order. Or if you do deliver an order, um, and let's say it's six bucks, they will give you the other four so that you get that $10 an hour. Um, which is $10 an hour, you know, shit, no way. But yeah, they'll do that. Um... They did have it like like twenty dollars an hour for a little bit when the, the whole gas line thing was messed up here in the southeast. Um, but that didn't last too long. 
But yeah, it still sucks though, because if you do, I, they try to get you by like, if you do sit there, like sometimes 59 minutes will pass by and it's like, well, I guess I'll get this $10 after the next minute goes. And then at the last second, they'll give you like some shitty order for like five bucks. And, you know, it'll be the order that's just outlandish. Like, we want you to drive from, um, y'all that don't live in Georgia probably won't know, but like, we want you to drive from Kennesaw to Midtown Atlanta for this order, and it's $5. And I'm like, bro, that's like, you also, you want me to drive, like, <coughs> take a 30 minute drive for five bucks? Like, you have got to be kidding me. And I'm not, and I can't even be like, oh, well, if I do it, they'll give me the other five because I'm not doing it for $10 either. That's ridiculous. You got to think smart with these types of things. You can't just be doing anything for any type of money unless you really just that desperate and you really need the money, which, you know, I ain't going to talk bad about nobody that does because, you know, I don't know everybody's situation, but I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, it's just been real bad lately. So... My aunt, um, she's been trying to put everybody on this whole work from home thing, and everybody's doing it because of the Rona. You know, everybody had to leave the office. Um, now they're having people go back to the office, which sucks. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, okay, work from home. That sounds cool. Cause like I said, I do draw, so I feel like I could, you know, I won't really be gone. Uh, so when I, I guess when I will clock out, I could just do what I you know what I need to do as opposed to having to take this long ass commute to this job and take a long ass commute back because you know traffic there and back and then by the time I get home I'm like I don't want to do nothing because <coughs> I don't what I don't want to do is get complacent I don't want to have a sense of complacency where it's like oh I'm making good money so nah all those you know all the things I like to do is just whatever I'll just live this boring life now so that's what I don't want to be so yeah, trying to do this, but the workforce is so crazy out here, guys. Like, these jobs will be asking for the bare minimum, and then still will not hire you. And I'm like, bruh, I know I'm not the most qualified person for certain things. I don't exactly have, like, pure customer service, whatever, on my um, resume. You know, I've done retail, but you know, they don't, they want, like, I guess, phone experience. If you worked at a call center or something hard to get these types of jobs i'm like bruh i feel like a monkey could do these jobs and it's crazy because i'll be on tiktok or something and i'll see people that do these jobs making jokes about how easy it is and you just read a script all day and you know you just ignore the mean customers and stuff so it seems pretty easy and i'm like i think i could do this maybe i have a thing with people talking to me crazy i don't like that but You know, I think I could give it a try. (laughs) We'll see what happens. And even with illustration stuff, it's even harder with that because you have to maintain a consistent portfolio, a constantly updated portfolio. You can't have a portfolio and it's like the the latest thing you've drawn on there is from five years ago. That's just not going to work. So you have to be constantly updating your portfolio. So when I say you cannot be complacent, you really, really cannot be complacent. You cannot, you cannot have old work being shown. They want to know what you can do now. And you're always progressing in things. And you may learn some new stuff. So it is just... It's a lot, bruh. It's so much. Um, Yeah, so that's where I'm at now. And it's just crazy. And I want to talk about these scammers. I don't know what has been going on in these last few months. But the scammers have gotten out of control. <coughs> For me, 
that the annoyance started in 2020 during the presidential election because me and all my friends was getting all these texts about go vote, go vote, go vote. And it was just running through the ground. It was so annoying. Um, and I don't know what type of system they use to send out these texts to everybody, but the scammers done figured it out because <laughs> they done got a hold of that technology or something because they've been out of control lately. I'm getting like, I don't know, two, three, four calls a day. I wouldn't even be surprised if I got a call in the middle of this podcast. I keep calling you. And I just give you all this like false hope and stuff like, oh, yeah, I called the other day talking about some, oh, this is a managerial position and we're going to train you and it pays $100,000. And the the voicemail was all bootleg. You, you could only hear like a third of it. And then it just started sounding all weird. And I was like, this, this is just, this is pathetic. At least try a little harder than this if you're going to scam somebody. I'm just like, yo, these cameras have no shame. <laughs> It's one thing to scan, try to scam you through ads online because people are used to that, you know, just whatever. Online ads, get an ad blocker. But then they're calling you on your phone. Um, and it's like, and even with that, it's one thing for them to call me like, oh, your extended warranty or whatever on some car that you don't even own because I've gotten that with a car I didn't even buy. It was a car I was looking at like two years ago. I didn't even get the car. They're like, oh, your extended warranty on this 2017 RAV4 is going to be over. I'm like, I don't even own a RAV4. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, And just all these other stupid scams, trying to get your bank information, all this, oh, you outstanding citizen award. The you know president wants to send you ten thousand dollars, but in order to send you the money, we need two hundred bucks from you first. I'm like, how does that even make sense? I have to send you money to get money. Like, I almost really think I'm stupid. Or they just want your bank information, or your cash app, or whatever. It's just ugh, scammers are just all over the place these days. It's so freaking annoying. But for them to be texting me every day about jobs is just a new low. I guess one thing to scam someone and tell them about some, you know, free money. But to try to scam somebody with a job, that's just a new low for me. Like, I can't. Because at this point, you really just, you really just, the lowest, you're like, you're not even the trash. You're like, after it's rained over a big trash can and then all like the nasty juices from the water goes out and drains out into the sewage. That's what you are at that point. Because that's dirty. <clears throat> people out here really needing jobs. A lot of people are going through it with the whole corona thing. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people need to feed their kids. They need to feed themselves. Rent is going up. Like, I was checking the other day just, like, for why not. And the rent out here is crazy. Like, I've been hearing about it. But I was looking and I'm like, bro, for a two-bedroom, y'all talking about $1,600? For real? That's crazy. <sighs> it's just ridiculous. I remember when my homegirl Jessica was here. If y'all have listened to the first episode of the podcast, y'all would know exactly who Jessica is. I need to do a podcast with her in Japan. I'd be forgetting. Um, but yeah, I remember when she was here, the apartment she was at. And granted, it was only one bedroom. She was only paying like nine hundred nine hundred dollars for that. Now in that same area, the rent is like twelve hundred dollars for a one bedroom. Crazy, ridiculous. And the prices just keep going up and up and up. But the pay don't. I'm like, it's not, it ain't adding up. Two plus two is not equaling four right now. And y'all trying to act like it is. So, it's just a real mess. 
So to even get these jobs, you have to go through the struggle to even try to pay your rent or to eat some food. And mm, the food prices are going up too. I wanted to give me some gummies the other day, y'all. I like these Lifesaver gummies. These neon gummies, they are so good. And when I first was going to the family dollar, they was a dollar for this big old bag. So I was like, yes, this is the only place I'm going to go. I used to actually walk up there. <laughs> and the girl up there would know, know you know, what I was about because she would always see me going up there sweating and stuff. Because I had to walk all the way up there and do it. Well, I didn't have to. I could have drove up there. But I just wanted to walk because it was just a nice spring day. And I'm like, why not? I'm going to walk down the street. And it was only a dollar. So I think one time she gave them to me for free. I was like, hey, Liddy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, then I go up there a few months back and I'm like, bruh, the bag is $2. And I go up there like two days ago, the bag is $2.40. I'm like, why? It's just candy. I know, like, where y'all, where y'all getting this candy from? Mars? Why is the price going up? Are, are y'all doing this through SpaceX? Are y'all sending it through the spaceships or something? Because it ain't adding up. Yeah, it's just... The price of things keep going up, but the money that they're paying is not going up. This inflation stuff is ridiculous. The gas prices, you know, they fluctuate a lot. Um, they're basically back now to how they were when I was in like middle school during the recession and stuff when it was like three dollars and whatever. <sighs> so I do miss greatly when the prices were like super duper low over here in Georgia, paying like a dollar and. 80 cents for some gas that was amazing but you know it is what it is um so yeah it's just wild out here y'all so i just want to talk about this because i'm pretty sure some of y'all are going through the same thing maybe you're in between jobs maybe you're just trying to get your first job and you're having a struggle believe me been there done that i at one point with my first job I, I I was sitting at, I just remember sitting at home like sad. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to depend on my parents forever because no one wants to hire me. I was just so over it, and now I feel like I'm in the same situation again. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Well, I did apply to the Dominoes down the road because it's close by, and I'm like, you know, I'm like JG Wentworth. I need <laughs> cash now. I need my I need my cash right now. <laughs> Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> I need it immediately. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this until something else comes through because it's rough out here. That's why I like being on Twitter because I really feel like, um, I feel like Twitter gets me and I feel like they understand, <laughs> you know, just hearing people talk about the experiences they go through at these jobs and even with just friends and stuff going in between jobs and everybody's on the Indeed 24-7. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering if Indeed is like, selling people's information at this point because they're like oh we found your resume online and I'm like the only place my resume is online is on Indeed so unless y'all just have some software where y'all just secretly scanning Indeed and getting everybody's resumes this is ridiculous because it's happening to my other friends too where it's like oh we're going to give you this vice president position and I'm like what on my resume has you think I can be a vice president of what like a candy factory like am I going to be Willy Wonka or something because <laughs> I am not qualified. Um. So yes, it's been a mess. It's just a mess out here. So if y'all going through it, your boy understands. I get it. I definitely get it. Some of my homies get it, 
And yeah, you know, just keep pushing, keep doing what you got to do, keep working, you know, try to find things to help you decompress, whether it be listening to some music, listen to your favorite podcast, Animated Misfits, even though I only upload once every blue moon, <laughs> you know, watch, you watch your favorite YouTube videos or your favorite Netflix show, hang out with your homies, do whatever you can to try to keep your mind off things because it's crazy out here and all these suicides keep happening with like... Um, a lot of these celebrity kids have been committing suicide, like Regina King. And there was another guy. I don't remember what his name was, though. Um, and then the, what was, what was she, like, Miss America, I think, of a few years back. She recently committed suicide. And it's like, you really don't know what's going on with people. People are going through a lot of things. Even if you see someone smiling and they seem happy, you know, maybe check on them or... You know, something, because you just really never know. And I understand why people would be going through some things. So, and if, you know, that's only the names of people that we know of. There are so many people going through stuff right now because of the corona. I remember in 2020 hearing these horrible, horrible stories about, like, there was this one woman I just felt so bad for because her, basically her whole family was taken away from her because her husband and her son both had got the coronavirus and her husband had died and then her son died like a week later and I'm just like yo that's tough like your whole family gets taken it's not just like okay I lost my husband but at least I have my son or I lost my son but at least I have my husband you know and I know there is no situation like that where it's just that easy um but you know it's just hard to imagine losing everything i hate when i hear stories of that whether it be the coronavirus or anything about someone who just lost their entire family because it's just like how do you even recover from that that's just that's just too much for me to even comprehend so yeah you know hope y'all guys are having a good day a good week and if y'all are going through the job hunt thing I wish y'all nothing but luck and prosperity. I hope you get that job you want. Hope you pass that interview. I hope your outfit look real clean. You go in there looking real cute, real sexy. <laughs> and they don't be playing with you. And they give you that money so you can pay them bills. And, you know, live your best life. That's what we about on Animated Misfits. Living our best life and having a good time and having a good conversation. But yeah, guys, I don't want to hold y'all for too long because I, I got this spaghetti that's been sitting here for a while and I've just been looking at it. I need to put some more Parmesan cheese on it because this ain't it, chief. But yeah, I'm going to work on some art and stuff. And you can follow me on Instagram um, at CartoonJ2015. If you want to see my art or CartoonJ93, which is my personal um, account, where I just, you know, it's just me. But yeah, I would tell y'all my Twitter, but I legitimately do not remember that name. <coughs> I think I might be CartoonJ93 on Twitter as well. I don't know. Don't take me on that. But yeah, guys, um, I gotta drink some more water. I'm feeling a little dehydrated. I'm about to start coughing again. So see you guys later deuces and have a good one thanks for listening and hopefully i will be back soon if i can think of something to talk about y'all because i love me a good rant but i gotta have something to rant about i can't just be sitting here talking but yeah deuces (laughs) 
Yo, so I just wanted to say one thing before the episode starts. Um, I usually put music in the background on these, but I decided not to do it this time because I can never tell if it's like too loud for y'all. And there's no way for me to adjust it on the app. You can only do that on the web version of Anchor. But yeah, I don't know. Just let me know how y'all feel. Um, if you do decide to follow me on Twitter, which I did figure out is Montez Jones 11 That's M-O-N-T-E-Z not s please don't tell me montez it's montez anyway or my instagram at cartoonj93 or cartoonj2015 if you want to use that one you know just be like yo hey bruh it sounds great without the music or oh we missed the music you know just let me know let me know how you feeling but uh yeah go ahead and start the episode Yo, what is up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Animated Misfits Um, <laughs> I get it, I understand, I know y'all sick of me Like, bruh, why you even be coming back? Because you don't be consistent We don't get weekly episodes, we don't even get bi-weekly episodes You just be coming and going as you please like a deadbeat dad I get it, I understand <laughs> Look guys, it be a lot going on It's a lot, all the time But and I know I say that all the time, so y'all probably like, you full of shit, but I said what I said, and that's what I meant. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Y'all know y'all my besties, because I come on here and I just want to talk about stuff that I know don't, ain't nobody else really trying to talk about, or I can't really talk to them at the moment. So I'm like, let me go talk to the homies. But, yeah, today I just want to talk about, like, I don't know, the work force, I guess. And just how much of a struggle it is to get anywhere. Because your boy's been trying to um, step up in the world. Because just a little backstory. I started off in retail. And I did retail. Well, for like a few months, I did work at Amazon at one of their warehouses for like six months. And that was... An experience. It wasn't as bad as I think some people's experiences are. Like, if you work in the fulfillment center, I feel like I hear the fulfillment center is just crazy. But working in sortation wasn't that bad. We they didn't have a slaving for ten hours. I know that much. Um, but yeah. So then went back to retail, and the last like normal regular job I worked at was Panera, which I'm not gonna hold y'all. I wish I um. I wish I had still worked at Panera in the beginning of 2020 and that they would have let me go when the corona hit so I could have got them <laughs> got them checks boy because y'all was out here eating the ones that the ones that y'all that got them good $600 a week like y'all was out here eating and I was out here broke because <laughs> um after Panera I was doing um or while I was doing Panera, you know, that's when I was starting to hear rumblings of like, you know, DoorDash. Not, it had all been out there way before, you know, I started. But people was talking about DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff. And I was watching videos on YouTube. And they're like, oh, yeah, I make, I don't know, like $700 a week doing DoorDash. And I was like, wow, that's way more than I make here at Panera as a driver. Um, So I basically was planning on getting up out of there. So I was only at Panera for like three months. It wasn't that bad, though. Um... The managers, for the most part, is pretty chill. There's always that one you're not going to like. Definitely had one of them. But everybody was pretty chill. I actually liked a lot of the people I delivered to. They were really nice. 
I don't know if every battle orders from Panera is really nice, but they were so nice. And I almost kind of missed it going, I almost kind of missed doing it because I got to go into like all these corporate places and walk by like the the desk, what do you call it, like the front desk people and go up the elevators and be like, oh, can you tell me where this number, where this room is? And they're like, oh, yes, yeah, down the room to the, down the, you know, down the hallway to the right or whatever. So I do miss that. I miss going to like fancy buildings because it just made me like. I don't know, it made me feel special. Um, didn't really get to do much of that with DoorDash, I don't think. It's been a minute since I did DoorDash because that was the first one I did. But uh, I'm pretty sure I did because DoorDash, when I first started it, it was pretty good. Um, I feel like I made decent enough money. <coughs> oh, shoot. Sorry, y'all. If I cough every now and then. I also caught the Rona like a month ago and I still have this residual cough, unfortunately. But I'm doing the episode anyway because I don't know when this cough will go away fully. But, uh, yeah. Um, or that. So, yeah, so I'm pretty sure I did deliver to like little places. But it was mostly like houses, apartments, and things like that. And, yeah, everything was well. Everything was going great. And then the money started going down because more people, it was like word of mouth, more people started doing it. And when I first started doing DoorDash, they were giving out these crazy, like, um, <sighs> deals. Like, if you refer someone, then you, uh, you would get like $700 or something like that. So the referral thing was pretty great. I had nobody to refer. Because if they do, if they did do it, then they would have to drive. I think they have to make like at least, I don't know, 100 deliveries in a month or something like that. Which really isn't that much at that time. Now we'll be like, <laughs> there's no way. But it wasn't that bad then. Um, so yeah, and I was just doing that. A little bit of, um, I was just trying everything. So I tried a little bit of, um, well not everything, but I tried uh, Postmates. I did not try Uber Eats because I heard Uber Eats was trash, so I didn't even waste my time. And then, you know, both of those started getting real bad. The orders started getting horrible because it was like this whole this whole thing going on controversy. Because I guess DoorDash was um was taking people's tips. That's what they were doing. Because I had a lot of people tell me all the time they were like, "Oh my gosh," they're like, uh, "I gave you a really good tip on the app." Um, and then I would go look at the app and it would be like a really small tip. I'm like, I thought they said they gave me a good tip or like a $10 tip or, you know, something. Cause some people would be really hype about it. Yeah. I gave you a real good tip. Then I go and look, I'm like, Hmm, this is interesting. So there was this whole thing. And then I think it was like a lawsuit or something. Anyway, DoorDash basically changed their whole policy to where, um, <laughs> They were basically like, well, we're going to give you the full tip, but we're not going to pay you as much out of pocket or whatever, you know, from them. Because the way it worked before is that you would get paid, you know, DoorDash would pay you themselves and then you would get tips, you know, just like a waiter or anything else. So then when they changed it up, DoorDash, um, they would only give you a little bit of money and you was basically super dependent on tips. And when I say a little bit of money, y'all, I mean a little bit of money. Like, that's when they started bumping out the $2 orders. 
and I would come I would come across like other DoorDash people and they're like, Oh my gosh, have you seen what they're doing now? Talking about some two dollar orders. I'm not going nowhere for no two no two dollar orders. That 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 can't pay for no gas or nothing. And I'm like, bro, I feel you. Denied, denied, denied. So if you was ordering DoorDash around that time or if they're still doing it and your food gets you cold, I don't know what to tell you. Blame DoorDash because the way they treat their people is not great as far as the pay. Like I said, unless they changed since I was doing it, it was not great. Because what you're going to do is a $2 order or a $4 order, and you don't even know when your next order going to be coming in. And then you out there, like, who wants to make $2 an hour? Like, that's dumb. And you um, you just never know when the customers are going to tip or not. Like, I think the last time I did it was a real desperate day. I ain't going to hold you. Um, So I was like, let me try doing this DoorDash stuff because Grubhub is, was tripping. But I'll get to that later. And I went out, um, and I was like, oh, I'm about to pray about this one. <laughs> it was like a $2, $3 order, but th- their house wasn't too far away from the restaurant. So I was like, well, I'm already doing this other order. I'm going to go ahead and deliver to them. And when I got there, I did get like the message afterwards that they did tip. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, there are good people in the world, I guess. Sorry, y'all. Like I said, I got this cough, so I got to continue to drink. Because when I breathe in, my throat gets real dry. And if I get dehydrated, I'm going to start coughing, like, real bad. Like, my cough isn't that bad too much anymore. But I still, like, if my throat gets dry, it's not going to hear it. So I have to suppress it while I talk. But, yeah. So I was like, I can't do this DoorDash stuff no more. This is whack. I applied for Grubhub a few months before I even started DoorDash. Because I was like, a word, you know, words the grapevine was Grubhub paid the most out of everybody. But it was like an exclusive thing to get in. Because... With DoorDash, they'll hire anybody. They'll hire a crackhead down the street. They'll hire a dog. They'll hire a delivery pigeon. They don't care. <coughs> as long as you apply and you send them like yo, like some anybody, anybody you, your insurance information, some insurance information, and um, uh, license or whatever. And uh, that probably ain't even got to be yours either. You could just send in somebody else's and then somebody else could drive. Like, I'm pretty sure people do that all the time. But, yeah. With Grubhub, you know, they didn't want it to be too many drivers. And that's, I guess, how they were able to have people there make the most money. So, when I first started, um, um, when they first accepted me, I was already riding around. So, I was like, I'm just going to try this out real quick. First order I got. It was already $15. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> for those that don't know. $15 for an order was, like, amazing to me because I rarely ever got orders like that. Ever. With um DoorDash. The only time I got orders decent with DoorDash was if I was delivering to, like, a corporate place or something. Like, there was this one guy I used to deliver to, and I would assume he would order for his whole team because he would order like 20 sandwiches from um I forgot the name of the sandwich place but yeah he would order like 20 different sandwiches and I would go deliver them to him and stuff and he would get like really good tips like 50-60 dollars and stuff he was mad cool I fucks with him wherever you are guy you're a great person keep tipping your drivers they love you we love you um but stuff like that is far and few between or few and far between, I always figure how that goes. But, um, yeah. So, 
can't depend on those. But so first order I got was fifteen bucks. I was like, yo, fifteen dollars. That's what I'm talking about. So then I waited for my first officially. I guess whenever I decide to have my first day, because that's why I wanted to do this type of thing because I I draw as some of y'all know. So you know, trying to get into like the illustration, you know, the artist industry or whatever. You know, sell my artwork or just however I can get in. Honestly, just trying to make some money doing something I like to do. That is the American dream. Um. But yeah, that's not how that works at normal jobs. They don't care about you. They don't care about your dreams or nothing like that. The final straw for me, honestly, was when I worked at Staples and they was talking about I had an attitude at that time. I don't think I had Well, maybe I did have attitude. <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, I got pulled into the office and I was like, yeah, you know. My dad is kind of going through this whole cancer thing right now, which he was. I didn't lie. Um, and, you know, I'm constantly trying to, like, work and, like, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this next art move. And I just remember them telling me it was the manager. And when my supervisors was just like, well, Montez, when you come through those doors, all those dreams and all that other stuff needs to stay out the door. And you come in here, just leave that outside. And then when they told me that, I was just in my head, I was like, okay, bet. And that's when I just realized these people do not care about you. They don't care about nothing you got going on. And they have the nerve to try to invite me to some freaking work parties and stuff. Y'all don't care about nothing I got going on. Y'all don't care about me. If I'm not in here slaving, coming in when y'all want me to come in, doing whatever, while y'all be in the back kikiing and giggling and shit, y'all don't y'all don't care about me. So that's why I wanted to get away from that. So and that's also why I went to Panera because I was like. You know, that was at least a, a start. Like, okay, if I can get a driving job, that means I don't have to be in the building all the time because I don't want to be around the supervisors and the assistant managers and the managers because I feel like they're all full of shit. I really do. At most jobs I've had, that's they just, they're useless most of the time. Um, outside of being on register and typing in some little numbers and stuff, a lot of times they just be in the back kicking in and stuff, like I said, having a good time. But if you ever try to talk to one of your coworkers or you stand, you literally stand for two minutes or something. It's like, oh, what are you doing? You need to get back to work. Don't be in here lollygagging. Y'all, I know y'all, I know I hear y'all in the back laughing and talking. Y'all need to get back to work. And it's like, dang, we can't do both at the same time. I can't talk to my coworker and put stuff on the shelf. Like, <laughs> it's not exactly a hard job. I'm not doing math here. I can talk and do a simple task at the same time. But they wouldn't, they, they don't be trying to hear that, so. I was like, if I can just get out of here. So that's why I went to Panera. So, yeah, that was that's the start of that. Cause it was show enough was great when I didn't have to be in that building, man. As soon as they was like, we got an order. I was like, yes, hop in that car. My old truck at the time. <laughs> and be gone. Sometimes I would try to make those orders last as long as I could. Just so I didn't have to come back. But, I mean, I wanted to come back to get more orders. Because, you know, you want to make money. You need those tips. <laughs> But I just didn't want to be in there but during those like slow times because then they make you actually like clean it stuff. And I'm like, this is horrible. But anyway, yeah, back to grow up. So my first day out um, was great. It was like $25 orders back to back. I made like $140. It was something. It was a lot of money I made on my first day. And I only worked four hours, y'all. 
I wasn't out there all day slaving. I didn't have nobody yelling at me, telling me, Montez, work harder. Montez, why are you doing this? I was in my car vibing, listening to music, and just made some really good money on my very first day. I was like, wow, this is great. This is way more money than I could ever have imagined than making on Postmates or Grubhub. I mean, or DoorDash. So it was Liddy, and it stayed pretty good for quite a while. Like, legit, going out on weekends like on the daily like I, I really worked four hours just because I just couldn't <coughs> stand being in the car for more than like five hours driving around and stuff even though it's easy it's just like oh, your butt gets kind of tired after a while that's why I don't, I don't understand how people do these truck driving jobs and stuff where they be driving around for like 12 hours it's just mind-boggling to me but yeah either which way I'll be out there making like hundred dollars a day on a really good day you can make close to two hundred dollars and like i said i'm just out here four or five hours i'm not even out here like eight hours if i was out there eight hours i'm pretty sure i could have did the whole oh i make seven hundred dollars a week doing grub up or whatever even though even on the slow day back then it was like you making a minimum of 60 bucks for being out there for four hours so hey i liked it but as all things go, the same thing that happened with DoorDash happened with Grubhub eventually, where super saturated. Then, because I used to be able to actually get shifts, it was easy to get shifts. Um, they do have this like grading program. Um, as long as you don't like skip too many orders and complete your deliveries on time, you know, just whatever. So you have a good rating. Then you get like priority. I forgot. It has like there are different like tiers to it. I think it's like a, I don't know. I can't remember the name of the, of the tiers. But the very first, the very top one you can get is where you get to have first choice on schedule. So you get to choose your schedule. I think on like Thursdays or something like that. Um, and I'm pretty sure there are other things, but that's the one I remember the most is you get to choose your schedule first. So everything was pretty cool then. I was always having me a schedule. You don't have to have a schedule with any of these jobs. You can just go out if whenever if you want, if that's how you choose to. Because a lot of people they they just do it as like a little gig because they are called gig jobs. So people will do whatever they do for a living and you know, just to make more money to feed their families or just I don't know, they just want more money. They would do these types of things after work or on the weekends or just whenever. So, uh, ooh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> dang it, I hate when this happens. Dang it, what was I talking about? Money? I was talking about money, wasn't I? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, oh yeah, the schedule is stuff. So, you can choose your schedule first. That was great. Um, so I was making like some pretty good money, like I said, doing this. Everything paid on time. Never wanted for nothing. It was never like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pay for this. I was good. Just go out there. If I if I just need a couple more bucks, like, oh wow, I want to do this on the weekend, or I don't need to, I want to hang out with friends and do this. Just like, well, I'll just go out and do a day or two of Grubhub, and I'll be fine. <coughs> so that was great. Um, and yeah, then the decline happened. 
you know, more people started getting in and I don't know if they cut away the whole thing where it takes forever for you to like start after you sign up. But eventually, yeah, it just got crazy, super saturated. And yeah. Oh, also just a rant, a little tangent real quick. I also did sign up for this company called Carvertize. If y'all ever want to do that, they basically put a wrap around your car. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, did they paint that on your car? No, they just, I would never sign up for a company that wants to repaint my car with somebody's face on it. That's ridiculous. They do a wrap on your car so it can come off. Um, it's a cute little thing. You get like a hundred bucks um, a month or it just it depends on what you're doing. So I think it's like between a hundred and three hundred dollars a month. It's depending on whoever the person is hosting the, the whatever. Um, then they have these little things where you can go um, um, these little events or whatever. Like just the other day there was a game in Atlanta on Sunday. So they want this to ride around the state forum stadium. Um, and they usually have us do it for an hour and then you'd be like a quick 125, but they didn't even have us out there for that long. It was only like 30 minutes and it was like, okay, y'all can go. So I paid $125 in 30 minutes. I was like, can, I, can my life just be like this all the time? Can I just, I just wake up and just make $125 every 30 minutes, like for five hours a day or something like that. You know, I'll, I'll be reasonable. <laughs> that would be freaking amazing. One of these days, gotta manifest it. Um, but yeah, so I do do that because like to help out because one girl I was getting kind of shitty. So yeah, it's this last two months. The beginning of the year is usually kind of tragic. Even when I worked at Panera, they had to like beg us not to quit because they were like, "Okay, guys, I understand it's really slow right now. Um, it, things will pick up. We promise it's gonna get better." And all this woo ha. So we was just like, I mean, I was like, well, I'm here now, so I'm just gonna stick with it. <laughs> but it's been real bad with Grub Hub, y'all. Like horrible. Like you could be out there, you know, for hours and make like ten dollars. It's just really bad. And the thing about it is, when you are actually on schedule, when you have a schedule made, they have this whole guarantee of ten dollars an hour. So let's say you sit there for a whole hour and you don't get a single order. You're guaranteed $10. Um, like I said, as long as you don't get an order. Or if you do deliver an order, um, let's say it's six bucks, they will give you the other four so that you get that $10 an hour. Um, which is $10 an hour and shit, no way. But yeah, they'll do that. Um they did have it like, like $20 an hour for a little bit when the, the whole gas line thing was messed up here in the southeast um, but that didn't last too long but yeah it still sucks though because if you do I, they try to get you by like if you do sit there like sometimes 59 minutes will pass by and it's like well I guess I'll get this $10 after the next minute goes and then at the last second they'll give you like some shitty order for like 5 bucks and you know it'll be the order that's just outlandish like we want you to drive from um y'all that don't live in georgia probably won't know but like we want you to drive from kennesaw to midtown atlanta for this order and it's five dollars and i'm like bro that's like you also you want me to drive like <coughs> take a 
30 minute drive for five bucks like you have got to be kidding me and I'm not and I can't even be like oh well if I do it they'll give me the other five because I'm not doing it for ten dollars either that's ridiculous you gotta think smart with these types of things you can't just be doing anything for any type of money unless you really just that desperate and you really need the money which you know I ain't gonna talk bad about nobody that does because you know I don't know everybody's situation but I'm not gonna do that so yeah, it's just been real bad lately so my aunt um she's been trying to put everybody on this whole work from home thing and everybody's doing it because of the rona you know everybody had to leave the office um now they're having people go back to the office which sucks um but yeah so i'm like okay work from home that sounds cool because like i said i do draw so i feel like i could you know i won't really be gone uh so when i i guess when i will clock out i could just do what i you know what I need to do as opposed to having to take this long ass commute to this job and take a long ass commute back because you know traffic there and back and then by the time I get home I'm like I don't want to do nothing because <coughs> I don't what I don't want to do is get complacent I don't want to have a sense of complacency where it's like oh I'm making good money so nah all those you know all the things I like to do is just whatever I'll just live this boring life now so that's what I don't want to be so yeah trying to do this but the workforce is so crazy out here guys like these jobs will be asking for the bare minimum and then still will not hire you and i'm like bruh i know i'm not the most qualified person for certain things i don't exactly have like pure customer service whatever on my um resume you know i've done retail but you know they don't they want like i guess phone experience if you worked at the call center or something it's hard to get these types of jobs. I'm like, bruh, I feel like a monkey could do these jobs. And it's crazy because I'll be on TikTok or something and I'll see people that do these jobs making jokes about how easy it is and you just read a script all day and, you know, you just ignore the mean customers and stuff. So it seems pretty easy. And I'm like, I think I could do this. Maybe. I have a thing with people talking to me crazy. I don't like that. But, you know, I think I could give it a try. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And even with illustration stuff, it's even harder with that because you have to maintain a consistent portfolio, a constantly updated portfolio. You can't have a portfolio and it's like the late, the latest thing you've drawn on there is from five years ago. That's just not going to work. So you have to be constantly updating your portfolio. So when I say you cannot be complacent, you really, really cannot be complacent. You cannot, you cannot have old work being shown. They want to know what you can do now. And you're always progressing in things and you may learn some new stuff so it is just it's a lot bruh it's so much um yeah so that's where i'm at now and it's just crazy and i want to talk about these scammers i don't know what has been going on in these last few months but the scammers i've gotten out of control <coughs> for me the annoyance started in 2020 during the presidential election because me and all my friends was getting all these texts about go vote go vote go vote and it was just run to the ground it was so annoying um and i don't know what type of system they use to send out these texts to everybody but the scammers done figured it out because <laughs> they done got a hold of that technology or something because they've been out of control lately i'm getting like I don't know, two, three, four calls a day. I wouldn't even be surprised if I got a call in the middle of this podcast. I keep calling you and I just give you all this like false hope and stuff. Like, oh yeah, I got called the other day talking about some 
oh, this is a managerial position and we're going to train you and it pays $100,000 and the the voicemail was all bootleg. You, you could only hear like a third of it and then it just started sounding all weird. And I was like, this this is just, this is pathetic. At least try a little harder than this if you're going to scam somebody. I'm just like, yo, these scammers have no shame. <laughs> it's one thing to scam, try to scam you through ads online because people are used to that. You know, just whatever. Online ads, get an ad blocker. But then they're calling you on your phone. Um, and it's like, and even with that, it's one thing for them to call and be like, oh, your extended warranty or whatever on some car that you don't even own because I've gotten that. With a car I didn't even buy, it was a car I was looking at like two years ago. I didn't even get the car. They're like, "Oh, your extended warranty on this 2017 Rav4 is gonna be over." I'm like, "I don't even own a Rav4." <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, and just all these other stupid scams, trying to get your bank information, all this. Oh, you outstanding citizen award the you know president wants to send you ten thousand dollars but in order to send you the money we need 200 bucks from you first i'm like how does that even make sense i have to send you money to get money like you almost really think i'm stupid or they just want your bank information or your cash app or whatever it's just ugh, scammers are just all over the place these days it's so freaking annoying but for them to be texting me every day about jobs is just a new low like it's one thing to scam someone and tell them about some, you know, free money. But to try to scam somebody with a job, that's just a new low for me. Like, I can't. Cause at this point, you really just you really just the lowest you're like you're not even the trash. You're like after it's rained over a big trash can and then all like the nasty juices from the water goes out and drains out into the sewage. That's what you are at that point. <coughs> because that's dirty <clears throat> people out here really needing jobs a lot of people are going through it with the whole corona thing a lot of people have lost their jobs a lot of people need to feed their kids niche they need to feed themselves rent is going up like i was checking the other day just like for why not and the rent out here is crazy like i've been hearing about it but i was looking and i'm like bro for a two-bedroom i'm talking about sixteen hundred dollars for real that's crazy <sighs> it's just ridiculous I remember when my homegirl Jessica was here. If y'all have listened to the first episode of the podcast, y'all would know exactly who Jessica is. I need to do a podcast with her in Japan. I'd be forgetting. Um, but yeah, I remember when she was here, the apartment she was at. And granted, it was only one bedroom. She was only paying like nine hundred, nine hundred dollars for that. Now in that same area, the rent is like twelve hundred dollars for a one bedroom. Crazy, ridiculous. And the prices just keep going up and up and up. But the pay don't. I'm like, make it, it's not, it ain't adding up. Two plus two is not equaling four right now. And y'all trying to act like it is. So, it's just a real mess. So, to even get these jobs, you have to go through the struggle to even try to pay your rent or to eat some food. And mm, the food prices are going up too. I wanted to give me some gummies the other day, y'all. I like these Lifesaver gummies. These neon gummies, they are so good. When I first was going to the Family Dollar, they was a dollar for this big old bag. So I was like, yes, this is the only place I'm going to go. I used to actually walk up there. <laughs> and the girl up there would know, know, you know what I was about because she would always see me going up there sweating and stuff. Because I had to walk all the way up there and do it. Well, I didn't have to. I could have drove up there. But I just wanted to walk because it was just a nice spring day. And I'm like, why not? I'm going to walk down the street. 
And it was only a dollar. So I think one time she gave them to me for free. I was like, hey, Liddy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, then I go up there a few months back and I'm like, bruh, the bag is $2. And I go up there like two days ago, the bag is $2.40. I'm like, why? It's just candy. I know, like, where y'all, where y'all getting this candy from? Mars? Why is the price going up? Are, are y'all doing this through SpaceX? Are y'all sending it through the spaceships or something? Because it ain't adding up. Yeah, it's just the price of things keep going up, but the money that they're paying is not going up. This inflation stuff is ridiculous. The gas prices, you know, they fluctuate a lot. Um, they're basically back now to how they were when I was in like middle school during the recession and stuff when it was like three dollars and whatever. <sighs> so I do miss greatly when the prices were like super duper low over here in Georgia, paying like a dollar and. 80 cents for some gas that was amazing but you know it is what it is um so yeah it's just wild out here y'all so i just want to talk about this because i'm pretty sure some of y'all are going through the same thing maybe you're in between jobs maybe you're just trying to get your first job and you're having a struggle believe me been there done that i ain't at one point with my first job I, I I was sitting at, I just remember sitting at home like sad. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to depend on my parents forever because no one wants to hire me. I was just so over it, and now I feel like I'm in the same situation again. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Well, I did apply to the Dominoes down the road because it's close by, and I'm like, you know, I'm like JG Wentworth. I need <laughs> cash now. I need my I need my cash right now. Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> I need it immediately. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this until something else comes through because it's rough out here. That's why I like being on Twitter because I really feel like, um, I feel like Twitter gets me. And I feel like they understand. <laughs> you know, just hearing people talk about the experiences they go through at these jobs and even with just friends and stuff going in between jobs and everybody's on the Indeed 24-7. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering if Indeed is like, selling people's information at this point because they're like oh we found your resume online and i'm like the only place my resume is online is on indeed so unless y'all just have some software where y'all just secretly scanning indeed and getting everybody's resumes this is ridiculous because it's happening to my other friends too where it's like oh we're gonna give you this vice president position and i'm like what on my resume has you think i can be a vice president of what like a candy factory like am i gonna be Willy wonka or something because <laughs> I am not qualified. Um. So yes, it's been a mess. It's just a mess out here. So if y'all going through it, your boy understands. I get it. I definitely get it. Some of my homies get it. And yeah, you know, just keep pushing. Keep doing what you got to do. Keep working. You know. <laughs> Try to find things to help you decompress, whether it be listening to some music, listen to your favorite podcast, Animated Misfits, even though I only upload once every blue moon. <laughs> you know, watch, some, watch your favorite YouTube videos or your favorite Netflix show, hang out with your homies. Do whatever you can to try to keep your mind off things because it's crazy out here. And all these suicides keep happening with like um, a lot of these celebrity kids or have been committing suicide like Regina King and there was another guy I don't remember what his name was though 
Um, and then the what was, what was she like Miss America I think of a few years back she recently committed suicide and it's like you really don't know what's going on with people people are going through a lot of things even if you see someone smiling and they seem happy you know maybe check on them or you know something because you just really never know and I understand why people would be going through some things so and if you know that's only the names of people that we know of there are so many people going through stuff right now because of the corona I remember in 2020 hearing these horrible horrible stories about like there was this one woman I just felt so bad for because her basically her whole family was taken away from her because her husband and her son both had got the coronavirus and her husband had died and then her son died like a week later and I'm just like yo that's tough like your whole family gets taken it's not just like okay I lost my husband but at least I have my son or I lost my son but at least I have my husband you know and I know there is no situation like that where it's just that easy um but you know it's just hard to imagine losing everything I hate when I hear stories of that whether it be the coronavirus or anything about someone who just lost their entire family because it's just like how do you even recover from that that's just that's just too much for me to even comprehend so yeah you know hope y'all guys are having a good day a good week and if y'all are going through the job hunt thing I wish y'all nothing but luck and prosperity I hope you get that job you've been wanting hope you pass that interview I hope your outfit look real clean you going there looking real cute real sexy <laughs> and they don't be playing with you and they give you that money so you can pay them bills and you know live your best life that's what we about on animated misfits living our best life and having a good time and having a good conversation but yeah guys I don't want to hold y'all for too long because I, I got this spaghetti that's been sitting here for a while and I've just been looking at it I need to put some more Parmesan cheese on it because this ain't it, Chief. But yeah, I'm going to work on some art and stuff. And you can follow me on Instagram um, at CartoonJ2015. If you want to see my art or CartoonJ93, which is my personal um, account, where I just, you know, it's just me. But yeah, I will tell y'all my Twitter, but I legitimately do not remember the name. <coughs> I think I might be CartoonJ93 on Twitter as well. I don't know. Don't take me on that. But yeah, guys, um, I gotta drink some more water. I'm feeling a little dehydrated. I'm about to start coughing again. So see you guys later, deuces, and have a good one. Thanks for listening, and hopefully I will be back soon if I can think of something else talk about y'all because i love me a good rant but i gotta have something to rant about i can't just be sitting here talking but yeah deuces yo so i just wanted to say one thing before the episode starts um i usually put music in the background on these but i decided not to do it this time because i can never tell if it's like too loud for y'all and there's no way for me to adjust it on the app you can only do that on the web version of anchor but yeah i don't know just let me know how y'all feel um if you do decide to follow me on twitter which i did figure out is montez jones 11 that's m-o-n-t-e-z not s please don't tell me montez it's montez anyway or my instagram at cartoonj93 or cartoonj2015 if you want to use that one 
just be like, yo, hey, bruh, it sounds great without the music, or, oh, we missed the music, you know, just let me know, let me know how you feeling, but, uh, yeah, go ahead and start the episode.